next game we're going to look at is the Giants against the Jags. Um, Giants 5-1, Jags 2-4, I think, if I'm correct. Really intriguing game because we're coming into week 7. Um, Jags, who started out and well, had that game in LA, it was it week 3, week 4, looked really, really good. Have went off a little bit. Lawrence looked a bit rusty week 4 and week 5. What's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, the the Jags had a couple of good weeks and then some three really bad weeks in in a row. Now, I don't think last week was at all on Trevor Lawrence, whereas the week before had been. I thought he was quite impressive last week in in fairness to to him. And this would be a tough matchup. The Jags are the third fewest yards allowed against the run, which is obviously a strength for the, the Giants. The Giants top 10 against the pass. Uh, so you're kind of nullifying each other's uh, strengths there in in some in some ways. Um, we'll have to see, I suppose, how the the Jags can do on the the ground. Um, Travis Etienne came more into the game last week. He has yet to really have a, an absolute br- uh, breakout game. So could that be this week? We'll we'll have to to see. But yeah, one of the the things about it is, and this is um, where I think a testament to to Brian Dable's coaching, the Jags are two and four, but their point differential is plus 24. And a lot of that is because of that Chargers game. The Giants are five and one and their point differential is plus 14. So in close games, the Giants seem to get it done. Um, I, I think for me, this could come down to uh, Foley Fatukazi uh, for the Jags and whether he is fit. He is enormously important to them against the run. If he is fit, they have a chance of shutting down Saquon. And if they do that, they will win. But we don't know if he's going to be fit. He's missed the last two. And if he's not in, I think the the Giants will edge it. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Giants because they have the momentum. But I would not be shocked at all if the the Jags um, got the win. But for me, the Giants this weekend. Michael, you touched on earlier on the fact that having watched the game back, you said Lamar was blitzed heavily in last week's game. Sixty nine point seven percent of all defensive plays for the Giants last week was blitz oriented plays. And I imagine why why get away from what works and that's what Trevor Lawrence is going to see on Sunday. And can this offensive line match up against it? This will be the first weekend in which the Giants have every defensive player available since the start of the season. And complimented with Landon Collins making potentially making his second debut this weekend. He's going to play in a linebacker role as opposed to a free safety, which he did previously. Um I'm struggling why to see why I wouldn't pick the Giants and yeah, I can see the concerns around Barkley and they are very efficient up front in terms of trying to stop the run and you look at Giants wide receiver core, it isn't great but they're just finding ways to get things done at the moment and that's where I'm going. I just think right now, who do I trust more? Do I trust the Jags team that have lost three in a row and defensively once they've been quite sound this season, they allowed Matt Ryan to go for it, to go up and down the field at them last week in the last five drives of the game were all scores and I know it's not reflective of what happened on Sunday but Right now, you're asking which defense do I trust more. I think the Giants are more likely to shut the Jags down as opposed to them shutting the Giants down. Think it'd be close. Still think going into the late in the fourth, it'll be could go one way or other. But I just think the Giants will find a way to get get out of the line and get six and one. 
you know, it was that goddamn Eagles game. <clears throat> Quarter into the Eagles game, and the Jags were were up. They looked like a mean machine, and we were well half into the Eagles game. They were still up, and we're looking at it going, "Hey, maybe we've had them all wrong. Maybe like we've been underestimating them still, even though they'd started the season quite well." And of course, the Eagles came back, annihilated them in that game. Trevor Lawrence had his. I think that was the five turnover game with the four uh, four fumbles and the interception. Um, and they haven't looked the same since. And they've had, a, as the guys have alluded to, a couple of bad weeks following on from that. But, you know, if you're looking for hope for the Jaguars fan, I think there is a very clear one. Um, Travis Etienne has been had a couple of really solid games, pointing over 100 yards from scrimmage, whether rushing the ball or out of the backfield. James Robinson starting to find the end zone again. And if they can lean on that one-two punch at uh, sorry, at rush at running back, that is actually one of the weaknesses potentially in this Giants defense. They're ranking 28th against the rush. That That is potentially the soft middle you can exploit and maybe what the Jags have to pound the way at to, uh, to take advantage of in this particular game. Now, the reality is this is there is one of the greatest streaks of futility that has ever occurred. The Jaguars have not beaten an NFC team for 18 straight games. In fact, you have to go back to 2018, incidentally the last time Deshaun Jackson had any decent stats, to find the scenario when they won. Who did they beat in 2018? The Giants in their season opener. So if you're a Jags fan and you're looking for omens, there's your omens, there's the benefit. But if you're a Giants fan, I'll share with you what I shared with Brian very recently, which is... The last two couple of times I've been watching the Giants for the first time in about six years, I've actually had belief that they could come back into the game. Like against the Packers, I actually nearly texted him in London first quarter and said, I think you're still going to win this game. Against the Ravens last week, it was the fourth quarter. They were 10 points down, but it's like they actually could put two drives together and stop the Ravens and win this game. And as a neutral fan who doesn't love nor hate the Giants, even though I should despise them for the rest of their lives, for what they did in two Super Bowls. Um, the reality is I have not thought that for one second during the Daniel Jones era. I've not thought about that, about the Giants for six years, that they had any hope of coming back in games. It was, you know, inevitable they would crush to a feat. So the fact that they've turned that around in six games at the start of the season already indicates they're going in the right direction. I can believe in them that they're going to keep it rolling for another week they're going to go to six and one and uh that nfc beast division continues to be uh very 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 competitive sorry i was just there uh, checking something uh, i agree with what you're saying ollie is i think it's it's a really intriguing game on sunday because um you've got two teams that have really improved on both sides of the ball uh, in the last year Giants are going in the right direction. The Jaguars uh, finally have a coach which can help them take into the next level. Obviously, they go big in and Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence is starting to get decent reps and it's going to be a journey for them this season. Um, on Tuesday, I watched the fourth quarter of the Giants-Packers game and then I watched the game from last week. I think what Wink Martindale, Wink Martindale sorry, is doing uh, in terms of his aggressive blitzing and the aggressive defense is, is excellent. But I also feel that it's a sign of a team that you know has its limits and a defense that has its limits. And I feel that um, the Giants could probably go in this weekend to Jacksonville and, and win very well if they blitz, blitz, blitz. But it's going to come to week eight or week nine, and eventually it's going to it's going to fall off the cliff. Either in two elements: one, 
teams will find out about it and find a way to stop it. Um, or the most likely situation too players start getting injured and thank god that hasn't happened for them and it's working very very well for them and i think the thing that is most impressive about the giants for me is they're utilizing their talent at every position and they're getting the most out of them and that's why brian dable at the minute will probably be um coach of the year um i think in terms of the offense i i just think on paper the jaguars have the better offense on its day they can get the ball down the field more than daniel jones can and the the weapons that he has in the offense and um, I do think it'll be close, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jags by four four point five five points in this game, um, and I'm really intrigued to see what the defense will be like for the Giants, and hopefully they can just keep this up because they're gonna make the neutral games more interesting to watch, and long may that continue. But uh, I've I've fallen to five and two this week. Um, the next game we're gonna look at is Titans Colts. Yeah, yeah, everyone nodding agree. Uh, I genuinely call him at the, at the point of sitting here I can't pick a winner for this game so please put me in a good mood and tell me who to pick well I will say this is the only game this week featuring two teams with a winning record uh, so there there is that uh, to to um, I suppose wet the appetite but uh, Mike Herndon asked this question on Twitter and I'm going to ask you three gentlemen if the Bills are the best team in the AFC West and the Chiefs are the second best team. Who are Who's the third best team? Is it the Jets, the 4-2 and two Jets? Is it the 4-2 and two Chargers? Is it the 3-2 and two Titans, 3-2 and 1 Colts, the Ravens, the Bengals? Michael, third, be- third best team in the AFC. Mark. Mm. Ravens. Brian. I would probably say Mark on the side of Ravens as well. Michael. Statistically, well, it's, the it's, 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 it's it's obviously not the Ravens statistically, but um, on paper, Chargers. I I I think you can make a, a fair case for. Um, all of them. Um, I mean, I, I think it'll be interesting to to see how it, it shakes out. Um, I would say that it, you would be hard, probably pressed to um, to 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 say any anyone because I think everyone everyone is struggling a little bit right now. Um, but I, I do think that um, Mike Vrabel has done once again a phenomenal job with uh, the what he has at his disposal with the the Titans and they have won four straight against the the Colts. I think if the Colts could play in the manner of with the aggression that their owner showed this week when in fairness he showed uh, a solid backbone and came out and took a position against Dan Schneider and the ridiculous situation of his ownership of a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar franchise in the NFL, they would go a long, long way. I just don't trust the the Colts to do it. I'd love to to see the Colts pick the Colts to win the division, but uh, and I think, in fairness, Frank Reich has done a, a decent enough job there, but I don't trust their interior line. I think going up against a Titans D-line um, that even with the injuries has been impressive. I can see the Titans winning this. 
we had a conversation about three or four weeks ago. I think it was the weekend leading up to the Chiefs uh, Colts game when I picked the Colts, and I we were all very down on Matt Ryan how he's performing, and we all agreed that we expected much better from him. And I just said we need to get a game where he doesn't get held down because the offensive line struggles, where he doesn't be sacked time and time again and see what his numbers were. And that was last weekend. He wasn't sacked once in the game, 374 yards, three touchdowns and a number of drives. And we can be, I suppose we can put it down to the Jags defence that was poor on its day. And I looked at defence defense in this game and I know the Titans play one less because they've had their boy. 11 defence against 12th ranked. The numbers are so close. Even if you look at the run defence, pass defence, they're so close. So, in theory, I should be picking the Colts. I'm picking the Titans because, like Colin, I don't trust the Colts from one week to the next to go in. And can see until we see a consistent performance week in, week out, we can take away the game in, in Denver the week before. And let's be fair, it was a shambles of a game for, for both sides, unfortunately. Um, it's Titans for me. They're coming off the boy. Derek Henry ran for 122 yards, two touchdowns, two weeks ago in Washington. He had a good game when they went into Indianapolis. They've already played each other. Titans won that time. I think Titans will find a way this Sunday to win. It won't be pretty, but they'll get get the job done. Um, we've talked about it earlier in the season. The Titans are nowhere near the team they were last year. They lost a lot of key contributors. They've lost a lot of talent, obviously, at wide receiver, but also in their defense. However, as Colin rightly alludes to, Mike Vrabel is coaching them up with what he's got. And the team we see now in week six, week seven of the NFL is a far cry from what we saw to start the season in week one, week two. And there are a few coaches in the league that their teams always improve as the season goes on. There are some coaches that they tend to regress with. Um, but he is doing a phenomenal job and he's making the most of what he can do. I mean, it's a typical example when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Um their linebackers aren't anything special. Their secondary is a walking liability. But one thing they do have still, in my mind, is a very strong defensive line. And that is the killer here. Because that defensive line will overwhelm still a porous Colts offensive line. Yes, they held off the Jags last week. And yes, they gave Matt Ryan an opportunity to stay upright. And God knows, even a hole or two for Jonathan Taylor to exploit. Um, but that's been their fatal flaw. And I still bank... The, on the Titans at home to exploit that. And yet, let Derrick Henry run, run, run away. Titans will maintain the whip hand in this rivalry. Well, actually, do the Colts have to win sometimes to call it a rivalry? I'll just call it a divisional game. Uh, they'll maintain the whip hand in this regard, and the Titans will win this one. This is a huge game for this division down the stretch um, because you can't trust the Jaguars week on week. And it's going to be very interesting to see who wins this game. Um, for me, the Titans are the fifth worst uh, in passing offense in the league. They're nothing special. They haven't been special in a few weeks. And I understand they're coming off a bye, but you know, the Colts are averaging 349.8 yards per game in offense so far this season. Uh, and in, as far as I'm concerned, if they can stop Derrick Henry on Sunday, they'll win the game. Uh, and I think they've turned the corner somehow. And I'm picking the Colts. And I genuinely find it disbelieving that nobody else is picking them but I look like what? an idiot on Sunday night whenever they win or well, the Titans Michael you only have to go back a couple of weeks for the Titans to beat the Colts like, let's remember this is the second time these teams are playing so they've already beaten the Colts in Indy oh yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm talking about this just is this the, week, o- like. the other alternative so yeah. I, yeah I I get you you're picking the Colts fair enough I think but... we were split was it two and two a, couple, a few weeks ago I think we were split weren't we I can't remember I think we were okay. but 
me I yeah I know I I I think I I was a lot higher on the Colts prior to the season beginning and yeah I was impressed last week by what Frank Ryan Frank Reich was able to to do um Frank Ryan I'm thinking of the bar in in Smithfield but I I just uh, overall I have been very disappointed and I can't get over that performance that they put in uh, against the the Broncos, where they that game never happened. Let's uh, talk that it, game out of existence. It, it, the, the Titans it, are so poor in third down call. That's the thing; they're so poor. But yeah, both, both of these teams definitely have issues, and it, it, you would be very hard pressed, I think, to make the case that either of them will be a force in the playoffs. I think you only have to look at our selections on all the Colts games this season. I don't think any of us picked them the night they went in December. I was the only one who picked them last week. There was other weeks when they got selected. There's inconsistencies there. We just There's no trust. There's no trust right now. They need to go in a one or two or three games for us to really feel the love again for this Colts team. 